feel like in this day and age, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is changing. Like the way that our generation thinks isn't the same as the other generations think anymore, right? So what do you mean? Stuff like just success Ooh. in general, or like accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the past, a big accomplishment was having a nine to five job. That's and then the chat. Monday to Friday. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what we would say. Like that's <laughs> mm-hmm. for us. We're looking like, um, mm-hmm. is that really the goal though? But like, the generations above us would have probably dreamed of having a nine to five. So, do you think it's all changed? What do you think the idea? Do you think people who have like a nine to five job, Monday to Friday, are successful? Or has is that just not success anymore? Um. Well, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna sound so corny. Success is subjective. Mm-hmm. And um, to me, it's not about the nine to five. Mm-hmm. But what kind of things bring you joy mm-hmm. out with your nine to five? Right. Right. So things like pe- people who love traveling, mm-hmm. and they can still do the traveling amidst their 95 mm-hmm. I find that super cool mm-hmm. people who love eating nice food out mm-hmm. and they could still achieve that in, an, in their 95 job mm-hmm. that is super cool right. people who enjoy theatre writing mm-hmm. reading and they can still do those things outside of their 95 I yeah. find that successful but what I mean by subjective is like you could still be successful without having the nine to five mm-hmm. you know also i'm under the impression that success should not be how much you are earning yeah but how much life you are experiencing oh my god i went really <laughs> deep there <laughs> right <I'm gonna> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah R&B. i feel like it's definitely changed so you're trying to you're saying that your job mm-hmm. actually has no determination of your what success at all. Absolutely. It's just if you can do what you want to do. Whilst, yeah, that that that's what my definition of success is. Yeah. I'd agree, actually, because I think that now, like the generation now mm-hmm. and the generation after us do not want native have jobs. Like, that's at all. Chat, isn't it? <laughs> I think that that's not a thing that is idolized anymore. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. Like now, it's just more time at home or doing your time own with, stuff. Yeah, time with yourself. Yeah, and the things that you enjoy and stuff. Uh huh. I guess it's kind of the goal for everyone to be mm-hmm. honest. Like, even when you get to like a certain age, I know that a lot of people in the other generations think a nine to five Monday to Friday is the thing, but then they have kids mm-hmm. and then they realize wait. I actually don't want to be doing this work. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, but I think it's mad that. But do you think that nine to five jobs are underlooked? No. Yes and no. Yeah. Oh, but the yes part is because there's these people mm-hmm. who have nine to 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 nine to five jobs mm-hmm. and can't afford to do the things that they enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So that's the part where people start underlooking mm-hmm. having a job. Yeah, because it's like they're just working. Yes, and yeah. not doing anything else. Mm-hmm. 
nor because there's some kind of security in having a 95 job yeah that's what i was saying as well like you know yes everything uh -huh. like you know if you go to work you're gonna get your paycheck and stuff like that but just like circling back to the 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 yes part if you're if you're not relying on a nine-to-five job you could still earn a living yeah and that money is not you're not waiting on that from someone to give it to you yeah you're earning that with your whatever it is but then also I in the new generation that goes into things like do then people start doing things that they love things for passion and start doing them as their jobs and mm. so then the passion comes out of the things that they love because mm. so, it ruins it, it yeah because they have to do it now so mm -hmm. it's like yeah. it's not something you enjoy anymore it's something you have got to do so you can make pay the bills and yeah stuff. yeah yeah that is quite yeah because some people's hobbies are now becoming their life their jobs mm, i think it's a very mil millennial thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> like yeah everyone wants oh i enjoy doing this so i should do this for a job yeah how i mean there's nothing wrong with that though how do you feel about that phrase um, do what you love yeah <laughs> you can love you can learn to love everything it's not okay i don't dream my whole life doing one job forever because mm -hmm. i have loads of passions mm -hmm. I, I i enjoy doing loads of things do what you love not like for the money because there's gonna be a time where what you love mm -hmm. is not gonna be able to pay the bills yeah still be realistic about it yes i mean and and i love the things that i do for for, for joy and mm -hmm. pleasure so i would it's nice to earn money yeah. from them mm -hmm. but it's not like i don't have pressure that or oh, if i do not write a beautiful piece I'm not gonna like I, I won't be able to eat mm -hmm. you see what I mean so do what you love but <laughs> reasonably yeah but the reason because I'm thinking like throwback to like school times mm -hmm. when we were I'm just thinking about this because my sister is like they just like had to choose their subjects for like this year mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and the advice this was the same even when I was there, but the advice that they always give them is do the subjects that you like. But what if they don't get you to the the, the final destination? But they weren't saying that to them. They're just saying to the kids, just pick the subjects that you like. So some people were going in, right? And then they only like PE, art, um, music, maybe like biology and English mm -hmm. or just for example right there's nothing wrong with them subjects the problem was that person that wanted to do chemical engineering after but they don't have and then they don't have any of the subjects but the teachers were telling them just take the subjects that you like or just take the subjects that you are good at right now so I, 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 I love the good at right now mm -hmm. because we don't have to figure out what we want to do when we're older yeah but if someone is set on being something that is very specific mm -hmm. you know like uh, uni entries are quite hard if you don't have like the the specific exact subject. things yeah so i feel like there's a there's a need for for more like transparency mm -hmm. when when like choosing subjects and stuff yeah that 
at the end of the day it still like ends up with what subjects are you going to do that are going to make you successful yeah but i feel like they obscure all of that and they just say just choose the ones that you like and it's like yeah well i like the fun stuff but what i want to do doesn't have anything to do with the things so then maybe <clears throat> it's also a case of trying to let the higher institutions be more reasonable mm-hmm. because if if we are choosing subjects that we like to do mm-hmm. that means we should be going into uni but starting with apprenticeships yeah rather than actually getting in cuz if you you if you've just done biology and art and pe mm-hmm. and maybe english what are you going to like yeah what does that like take you? like in which entry requirements because you know there's like entry requirements mm-hmm. which which boxes will you tick and which boxes won't you be able to tick mm-hmm. if if it was easier to get into uni like you get into uni with the grades but with an apprenticeship or net yeah so that you like you brush up on the things that you didn't have yeah but you're also able to continue in higher education if yeah. that's what you're looking for yeah yeah there needs to be something like that something needs to be changed in the in, in the education system they do so like the whole concept of success and how that is defined will then start um reflecting mm-hmm. the actual realities of people that I is think. something else that i was thinking right i feel like for a very very long time university was glamorized mm-hmm. as success like when you, you get, get to there, uni mm-hmm. you've made like you've made it you're going in the right path but i don't really think that's the case anymore like how do you mean because of a lot of things like now there's like things like apprenticeships mm-hmm. which i think a lot of them are actually better than going uni. to uni yeah because like Words. i think that maybe in scotland we don't really have this issue but in england they have to pay tuition mm-hmm. so it's either go to uni end up in debt or go to an apprenticeship where they get paid to, to go to, to exactly yeah, so you're actually getting paid uh-huh. so yeah even here although like we technically don't pay tuition in scotland i still think sometimes an apprenticeship is the better way to go because yeah i feel like i mean it's if higher education is, is something that someone wants to to pursue that's something they should do mm-hmm. but i don't think it should be the pinnacle because w- what if that's not even how you learn yeah i know because a lot of people are not really would you say academically mm-hmm. smart but they, they're really good like yeah the practical things uh-huh. yes because at the end of the the day the job has nothing to do with the theories yeah <laughs> we just do exams for the sake of exactly. it like, that's not actually mm-hmm. what you do mm-hmm. so yeah uh, yeah glamorized success and all of that but does that mean that then it begs the question whether universities or higher educations generally are put there for the sake of competition or to support people's growth see i think it's everything's changing because i think back in the day it used to be university was the only acknowledged thing okay whereas now it's like you can go to an apprenticeship and still get a certificate like mm-hmm. that's acknowledged as a profession yeah so competition or is it something to put money in pockets of people <laughs> yes it is actually Ooh, she i heard right, 
this is a tactic, allegedly, don't quote me on it, but allegedly this is a tactic that they use in England, right? If you, there's certain courses, mm-hmm. every course is like different. Um, if a certain course has a doctor mm-hmm. as a lecturer, they can put the price higher. Okay, I'm sorry, what? Allegedly, listen, don't quote me on it. Wow! Boris Johnson, don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> but allegedly, like, that's what it is. Like, if, they, if the teachers have a PhD of some sort or something, they can raise the prices for it. Okay. So yeah, I do think that like universities and that is a big economic uh, economic thing. I think imagine if England made free education the system would shut down. Like they need that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you not think that in COVID they proper violated because they were learning from home. They were paying to think- learn in the house. But and I actually saw this advert, right? And it was like, it said, now available to learn at home. Like, it's a good thing. Like, you still need to pay, but you can learn at home. And it's like... So did they put the prices down? I don't know. I don't think... I didn't hear anything about them putting the prices down, but mm. I think they should omit the people in COVID for paying. Like, why do they need to pay when they were learning in their house? It just doesn't make sense to me. But yeah. Okay. I, yeah, what is it? No, no, go first. Oh, wait. No, because I was about to change topic. Oops, so you okay, so... No, it's fine. It, oh, wow. <laughs> I think it makes sense now it, in yeah. my head. So if it's a business, mm-hmm. university is a business, mm-hmm. do you think then other businesses, mm-hmm. regardless what kind of uh, background they've got, is they, they, they thrive on competition? rather than a mutual support like what so universities competing with with other universities to deliver the same thing so is that same concept passed on to like other business settings if it's um do we pay the same amount of money that for example someone who goes to St Andrews pays that's what I'm asking but why if it's the same kind of it's a reputation thing. Mm. You always see it, and like Saint Andrews has a reputation mm. <clears throat> that is. Oh, like okay, okay. Let's like okay. Let's stay in Glasgow, for example, Glasgow Uni mm. or Strathclyde or DCU. Like, do these people like if, for example, someone was doing an engineering course mm-hmm. in Glasgow Uni, mm-hmm. would they pay the same amount of money as the person learning at Strathclyde or GCU? Do they? I don't think so. Is it all different? I Very think, likely. I think it's it is everything is like business orientated. Mm. So competition. Because, yeah, competition because if you think about it, like GCU have like Alex Ferguson mm. as one of their like main sponsors. That's a big figure, do you know what I mean? And then we have allegedly the biggest library. Or mm. blah blah blah. So I think they just put in little things to make the university worth more mm. than other places. So yeah, I think it is all down to competition, so that mm. they can charge extra. Okay. If they do. If they do. Yeah. We don't know. We're just yeah. <laughs> thinking out loud. If they do. But on the subject of like competition and that, mm-hmm. I was 
thinking about businesses, right? So which kind of businesses? Right. So just any business, to be mm-hmm. honest. So my at like the end of the first lockdown, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like over the lockdown, especially the first lockdown, everyone just kind of was like so bored that they just started businesses. Mm. Right, so oh, like, wow. whether it's like small. If you started a business in lockdown, she's not coming for you. At I'm all. not. I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not coming for you. I'm just saying, like that's what people were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but a big thing was like nail techs. Mm-hmm. Apparently, everyone turned into a nail tech over the first lockdown. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Like, hit me up. I'll come get my nails done. But still, like, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people started doing like things like nails, mm-hmm. which is fine. So. My cousins asked me and my sister, um, is there any black nail techs in your area? Or just anywhere around that you know? That would be an eclipse. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a very, and very I was, rare occurrence. <laughs> and I was like, do you know what? No. Like, there's bare, like, there's none that I've come across. Mm. Maybe, like, some in, like, Glasgow or something, but they're part of a bigger like it's not their business yeah like it's not a personal thing it's all um white people who are doing businesses which is fine again right whatever so did you just say whatever yeah it is what it is it is what it is like that's just how it is and that's fine my nail tech is white and she's good whatever but um (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah, so then it really got us thinking though, like, is there no black nail techs because they can't do it? Or is it because they literally just, they know that the competition between them and their white counterparts is just unmatchable, that there's no point even starting it? Because what we were saying was, with small businesses like that, you need support and like especially like nails you need Mm -hmm. in your area to support you first before you can even grow Mm -hmm. like you go on instagram and you see like people starting businesses and all they do is like follow a few of their friends then their friends share it with that yeah then it's just like a network of just growth someone tell someone to tell someone exactly Mm -hmm. right but with black people that's not the case is it a case of <laughs> girl is do not a case? Do, do not like hesitate <laughs> I'm just, just say just say your piece is it it's a case pressing you obviously <laughs> is it a case that black people they know that their black people won't support them or is it a case of because there's white people the white people are not going to support them as well since they <clears> come <throat> and already doing it well, that is a very loaded uh, yeah. process. <laughs> it's. I think it's all those things, mm-hmm. but also to remember the fact that if you don't support, like, your own, mm-hmm. who's gonna do it? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what the white people mm-hmm. are thinking. So they will obviously support their own before mm-hmm. they support black. But okay I think this is also a thing though that usually mm-hmm. it's your own that actually drives you under the bus so they know okay so they know you you do nails oh no I'll give an example yeah. imagine imagine Beyonce does these candles 
at these lovely candles. Imagine Beyonce done them. And for example, Beyonce told me her price, and then I told her, "Oh no, Beyonce, could you not put that down?" Mm. That right there is not support, mm-hmm. because think about every other person who's gonna ask Beyonce to cut the price down. Mm. It we we don't um, we don't afford our people leniency, yeah, as we afford it to other people, like to like the other side, yeah. If a white folk told you that your candle is ten pounds, would you say no to ten pound, or would you just buy it? Personally, I wouldn't buy it because. <laughs> yeah, but like you know what I mean. But yeah, like, but if mm. a black person told you that candle is ten pound, yeah, then you start being like, oh, oh, like, you're, you're on the pricey side. Yeah, what makes it a ten? But you wouldn't ask Gucci to give you a discount. Raw, mm. you like people. Yeah, I feel like we need to invest in. Do you know, I was listening to. George, George the poet, mm-hmm. and he was talking about economies, mm-hmm. black economies to be specific, mm-hmm. and he was like, "We need to invest more in black communities so that there is there, there is growth and like a a continu a continuation." Mm-hmm. If we don't start now, mm-hmm. obviously that's not gonna happen. But doesn't it then beg the question that why aren't people starting anyway yeah why is it not thing? because we talked about that in the last episode saying start start scared start uncertain start but the failure part mm-hmm. is where it's at yeah we are afraid to fail mm-hmm. or we are afraid of the competition or we are afraid that we won't have support so we don't try at all that's true doesn't it yeah that's very true when when you say you don't get support, mm-hmm. are you meaning? I mean, when you say people should support in themselves, are you just meaning the black community or all communities? Every, like, okay, I think there is a, a thing about product, yeah, service, and how personalized that is for you. Mm-hmm. If you if I love your your candles, mm-hmm. I don't mind paying the price. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much they mm-hmm. are; they may be pricey, but it is like it is you and the service you're giving me. Yeah, you do happen to be black, so then <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna be shouting about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, have you heard about? Yeah, oh, she those? makes this really lovely. Do you wanna try one of mine, mm-hmm. and then maybe you could. You see something yeah. like that because it's word of mouth. That's how people get yeah. like mention your people, like broadly. Yeah. For example, I told you about uh, the 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 hair bonnets. Mm-hmm. You don't know this person, mm-hmm. but the bonnets are really lovely. Yeah. So I'm good. like, I, I can't just keep this information. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. oh, so, oh, do you know uh, that bonnet? It's from. Uh, so. I'm like, oh, do you know that bonnet is from Owino and Owino is all the way in Uganda. Mm. You don't know anybody in yeah. Uganda. So just mentioning your people mm-hmm. or products that you've enjoyed to other people, mm-hmm. that like widens the market. Yeah. But we don't do that generally. Yeah. So do you think that black people don't do it? Or do you think everyone doesn't do it? Well, um, I would say 
both i mean it's it's a character thing mm-hmm. isn't it some people are just so ingrained in the fact that the world can only revolve around them yeah and so they have like Aaron Barr syndrome yeah main character babes. exactly <laughs> and they they can't understand the fact that the world is a big space and it has a stage for everybody mm-hmm. the more we share with each other the more we enrich each other yeah so I don't even think it's a color thing mm. I think people with the Aaron Barr syndrome yeah want everything to be about them. <laughs> you're diagnosing everybody <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean obviously they 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 are they're thinking it's either I'm on top yeah or there's no one there like yeah. we, there can't be there can't be <laughs> all winners no one. yeah yeah and I think that makes the difference in some communities people support each other mm-hmm. like in some asian com- in some asian communities people will specifically mm-hmm. go to their people yeah so that broadens the economic market it broadens their profit market so that's something that like loads of people miss but more so black economy yeah is missing that kind of support within each other Definitely. because i feel like even though we are minority it's not entirely true Mm -hmm. we are majority somewhere yeah so starting from here we could expand beyond isn't it yeah it's just the willingness to do it yeah definitely i mean and i feel like that's very stretched but (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i agree i feel like there is like a loss of like community and Mm. like the black community but i do think it is some places getting better because some people have acknowledged it Mm, mm. like I'm going to specify the Nigerian community Mm. are really well I think are really good at like keeping that community supporting each other other. yeah Yeah. whereas it just needs to be like a broadened thing Mm, like it's like Nigeria is not the only country in Africa (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly but going back to like the whole supporting each other and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm only one person at the top and all that that you're talking about I agree in the sense that it's a people thing I think that yes. there are certain people who just want to be main characters the main character <laughs> yeah <laughs> the main character the number one man in that but I think that in the black community it's worse because because of listen to me thinking I'm, I know everyone <laughs> Go on, philosopher. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> Research I'm not, in progress. I'm not, I'm not a historian or anything, but in colonial times, yeah, and <laughs> what, what kind of study is this? I thought study an RCT. I know. Who do I think I am? I swear, but <laughs> is this peer reviewed? Yes. How do you know? Reference. Oh my god. Sorry. But Keep yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. In colonial times and like just coming out of colonial mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. when people acknowledge that black people are there. Um I think that it was instilled in us mm. that only one black person could be at the top. Because that's all they would allow. Do you know all what right. I mean? Like, so there is an in 
heritage trauma yes uh-huh. and something that uh, the the black dna has not moved yes. past yet <laughs> Is that what it's you're been saying? ingrained in us yet? yes generation after <laughs> but, generation but right let's let's go back right in the past there was no white company bear in mind most companies were white right mm-hmm. there wasn't bear any white companies that would even employ black people right, right. never mind even have them sitting on the sidelines yeah no sitting <laughs> in the room where it happens oh. you know what i mean when no, they're listen making, girl <laughs> The room where it happened yeah. is just exclusive. Exactly, right? So it's been instilled in us, like, we know from the past that, like, there's only one person that Who the white man sense, will, yeah. like, <laughs> will employ, right? So then I feel like it's just that idea, that ideology has been passed down, mm. not only in black people, but in white people as well. Because right. I think that black no white ceos and big company people it's strategic and that they would want to keep the company within themselves Mm. so it's a change for them to be like wait two three black people isn't that too much yeah that's that's (laughs) bit too much diversity going (laughs) too much i mean like so do you then think that it is a strategy that they employ Mm -hmm that these uh mm, let's say black people or any kind of minority people in the company are put against each other yes to out mm-hmm. to outsmart the other person so that the like the position is yours if yes uh-huh they'll always put us against each other there's that's never a shame isn't it mm-hmm, this is what i'm saying so then do you think it's because of that like we know that that's why we did we do it not me but (laughs) (laughs) that's why people then put down their own especially like minorities put down their own to get to the top because they have they know that this is what this is gonna happen yes like it's gonna happen anyway so i might as well do it and get it done with is that crush them when they're done But with that being said, I do think that times are changing and there's more like black businesses. Diversity is like a big, it's like a crime if your, <laughs> if your company is not diverse. So, no, but it's 2021 um, though. Like what is your excuse for yeah, exactly. not being diverse? Now it's it? like that. Mm-hmm. But I still think that people are in the old mentality. Like we need to grow. Like, yeah, like there can um, be more of us at the top. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also actually saying that, mm-hmm. that means we need to make, to make more space mm-hmm. to encourage each other, but yeah. also support each other, regardless of what kind of minority or majority you come from. Mm-hmm. And then maybe then we will come out of the Aaron Barr syndrome yeah. and have a, a Hamilton kind of syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.